From WBHM News, I'm Andrew Yeager. Drive through the South and you'll encounter towns that have been erased. Places that were once full of culture and community devastated, and in some cases, wiped off the map entirely after major environmental shifts. Some were natural, some man-made. Over the next few days, the Gulf States Newsroom brings you stories of three of these towns in our region in a series called Place Erased. To start, reporters Drew Hawkins and Danny McArthur talk about how this project came to be. So, Danny, this whole series is actually your brainchild. Uh, Let's start with how you got the inspiration for it. I mean, I know you've had this idea for a long time now. Yeah, started all the way back in January when I went on this bus tour through the Diamond community in Norco, Louisiana. Um, It's mostly black and it was bought out by Shell, you know, that big petrochemical company. It got me thinking about like some of the other places that have been displaced by industry. Um, And I found that there were quite a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, industry, climate change, they're impacting a lot of communities. So it makes sense, especially given your coverage of this as an environmental justice reporter. And I was just happy to be able to join join in and do this project with you. Yeah, and we got to visit three different places in Mississippi, Alabama, and Louisiana. And Danny, we'll let you kick things off with a story about an Alabama town that once was. Hello, how are you? Good, good. Hello. All right, Woody, come on. Come on, come on, Woody. About an hour east of Birmingham, Mike Wadsworth's house sits on a road that drops off into a lake. It's one of the few remains of the town of Eastonville. Eastonville was just kind of a wide spot in the road. We had about three stores, had about three or four churches. His own family settled in Eastonville in the mid-1800s, when it was mainly a rural farming town. When he was growing up, he says it was a prosperous area. It was supposed to be a sign of progress. The area was getting a green energy source. It would increase the value and double as a recreation spot. But there was a downside. Alabama Power began buying up property for the lake. Eastonville residents had to leave. I saw one man cry because he didn't even think he was gonna get enough money off his hundred or so acres farm to build a house for his family. And Wadsworth has vivid memories of houses and trees being burned to clear land for the lake. And it was just like Hades at night, just fire everywhere. Within four years, the dam was built. Every day, the water would come up a little higher and a little higher, and you could see what it was going to look like, and it was just amazing to see that much water flooding. Eventually, Eastonville was underwater. Flash forward to today, and you have a town that only exists in the memories of former residents, like Joanne Wynette. There is a picture of the cotton gin, and... This is the house I grew up in. We're in a hallway in Wynette's home. Photos of her drowned hometown cover it from top to bottom. And the Methodist Church, see that road right there? It was just on the other side, and that's just the steeple. And there is Harmon's grocery store. There is a silver lining here for her. She lives on the part of her family's land that wasn't flooded, meaning she has lakefront property now. If I'm not busy... It's relaxing to look out at the water, and on holidays, there's all kind of boats, and it's busy, busy, busy. Logan Martin Lake rapidly grew into a tourist destination, but the fact remains that people were displaced by its arrival. Sixty years after Eastonville was sacrificed in the name of progress, 
Residents near an Alabama mountain faced the same threat. We were frantic, basically terrified. Fran Summerlin lives near Chandler Mountain, in a community in northeast Alabama less than an hour away from what remains of Eastonville. Her family farm, where her brother is buried, was threatened when Alabama Power proposed another massive hydro project. She wasn't aware of Eastonville's buried past, but she can sympathize with what they were going through. Well, that's what they wanted to do to us. Mm -hmm. I wonder if that community fought it or if they just gave up. Because you cannot believe how many people told us there's no use in fighting it, there's no hope. When the dam that drowned Eastonville was built, there were very few environmental laws on the books that would have given ordinary people the opportunity to weigh in on a project like that. But residents of Chandler Mountain, like Mark Smith, have a lot more firepower now. From, from the outset, I was not in favor of this in any form or fashion. This latest dam proposal promised to be a green energy source. But residents were concerned about endangered species, damage to the mountain, and the drowning of important cultural heritage sites. We shouldn't be destroying our environment in the name of saving our environment. Residents packed community meetings and pressured politicians to voice opposition to the dam project proposed by Alabama Power. Because this is a smaller community and a lesser known place, they expected that there wouldn't be much pushback to this. They were wrong. In August, Alabama Power announced it wasn't going to seek a license for the project after all. Now, the communities have started a nonprofit to continue their fight to protect Chandler Mountain. They managed to avoid Eastonville's fate, a drowned town preserved only in memory. One day, there will be no one left, making Eastonville a ghost town in the truest sense. So, Danny, you said ghost town in the truest sense, which is really interesting because, you know, all the places we went to, there were actually people living there, but they had been kind of written off as ghost towns. You know, like you don't see them on maps or anything like that. And everyone we talked to, these places are very real. They live in their memories. I mean, yeah, you're right. And we see people are still fighting for those parts that do remain. I mean, we see that with your story that's coming up next. Definitely. I mean, we're going to go to Louisiana and we're going to learn about a really small community that's fighting against a giant chemical company for what's left of their town. That was the Gulf States Newsroom's Drew Hawkins and Danny MacArthur on their new series, Place Erased. The Gulf States Newsroom is a partnership among public radio stations in Alabama, Mississippi and Louisiana.